I have been reporting on the Clark County School District for years. Most of the news, I gotta be honest, is not that great. We're underfunded, we're understaffed, our classes are overcrowded, our school district is too big and must be broken up, maybe, kind of. The board is in chaos. As a journalist, I know all of those things to be true, but I also know this to be true. The Clark County School District has excellent teachers, And this is my favorite part. It has a performing arts program that is one of the most outstanding in the nation. And right now we're talking to the guy who runs that department. Jeff Williams, welcome to the program. Hi, good afternoon. And thank you for the invitation. It's great to be here. So uh, you tell me what programs you actually oversee at CCSD and how long have you been doing this? I just began a year ago. And uh, so this is all still kind of new to me, but uh, I oversee secondary schools and the programs of secondary music, dance, and theater. And before that, you were Bob Miller, weren't you? That's right. I was a band director at Bob Miller Middle School for 18 years. Just a terrific time I had there and missed those kids and community so much. I got to tell you, I came back to Vegas where I grew up when my kids were in fifth grade. And they had had all these programs, you know, from kindergarten, these music programs. And they started playing in orchestra and in band in fourth grade. And we came back and we were told, nope, nope, there's no orchestra, there's no band. You have to be in sixth grade to do that. And I was like, oh, what have we come back to? We've just, you know, it's not, it's not as good of a district, blah, 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 like all this negative stuff. And then I found out over the, la- in the next four years how wrong I was watching them, watching their peers, watching people at other schools start out in sixth grade, not even knowing how to hold a trumpet, uh, not even knowing how to hold a violin, and then three years later, how good they were. What magic happens here? Well, as with a lot of things, uh, a whole bunch of factors have to come together to, to make this possible. And I think where you started with the elementary schools is really the key. Our Our district enjoys such a great reputation and a lot of it begins with our kindergartners through fifth grade who learn from a certified music and visual arts specialist right from the beginning and they just build an incredible foundation for our kids who when they do start with uh, secondary performance programs uh, they have the foundation to, to succeed and do so incredibly well and what we found here is it's not necessarily the year at which we start those ensembles and some of the larger performing groups but uh, the way in which we do it and uh, the way in which we do it works extremely well. So we build with a great foundation and then, uh, and then put them into a secondary program where they can take all that they've learned and uh, put that into a performing group. Okay, I'm not going to let you get away without telling me the way that you do it. Well, part of the key is that uh, for most of our programs, they have an ensemble that's embedded into their school day. And that's not, uh, not universal throughout our country. In many programs, uh, our band, orchestra, choir, dance, theater, uh, guitar programs, all of the, all of the performing arts programs will meet maybe once or twice a week, sometimes as a club. And we're so fortunate here that right from the start, when they enter middle school, the area over, over which I, I work, they, uh, they begin right in the, in the school day and they see their, their teacher every day. So that's a, that's a big key to it. Uh, also, we have just incredible support from our administration and our, uh, our district school board of trustees who understand the value of arts education. And so we bring in terrific teachers, we support those programs. We make sure that our students have access to events such as honor groups uh, in which they audition uh, to be part of, the, of these performances. And also our festivals, which are 
a, just a key part of our program, which our students will perform and, and be evaluated and, and learn about how to improve. And when all this comes together, uh, again, the magic happens. Uh, great mm-hmm. things for kids, and they end up with just the best experience in performing arts. Uh, we do have a teacher shortage in CCSD, but I don't seem to see that we have a, a music, dance, theater teacher shortage, do we? Uh, no, not at this time we don't. Uh, I'm thrilled that we are just about fully staffed again this year. And with the re- reputation that our district has, we, we tend to attract uh, quite a number of applicants mm. and, and and many great applicants who, who would love to come teach here and be a part of this experience. So we're, we uh, are very fortunate that that just about every school every year has an outstanding, a quality, well-trained teacher uh, to run their performing arts programs. I interviewed somebody who started uh, playing the bassoon in sixth grade, never, you know, his family doesn't have musical talent. Uh, he just started playing the bassoon. He got he got pretty good at it. He ended up going to LVA, and now he's uh, at an, a, an art school playing the bassoon. It's his life now. Um, how many kids graduate and and take music as their life, and how and and how many don't? And what do you want them to get out of this, even if they don't go on to be a professional musician? That's a terrific question. And a, a lot of times when, when a student begins in performing arts, the question is, is this what you want to do for a career? And, and that may not necessarily be the best way to think about students who engage in performing arts. It's not about a career or making a living performing on an instrument or as a as an actor or a dancer, the, the real key is to, to recognize what learning in the arts does for students, how it changes them. And if, if I had never made a career out of, out of performing arts, it, it, it certainly changed me. It made me a better student and a better person. Uh, it taught me perseverance. And I know that's true of, of the students that I taught, that the, the character attributes, what they gain, the social emotional learning, that's such a core part of what we do, stays with them forever in anything that they do. And and maybe and maybe they do continue on in performing arts. And that's fantastic. And we encourage that and love to see that. But we know that all of the students that go through our programs gain something that's uh, that, that's just incredible for them and, and changes their life for the better. So you mentioned uh, the festivals and the honors showcases. Those are generally at UNLV. What's your relationship with UNLV School of Music? We enjoy a terrific relationship with the school there. We do host many of our events at UNLV and they're so helpful and accommodating to us, uh, making sure that we have everything we need every step of the way for these events. They're, they're large productions. Some of them for our festivals are several days long. And uh, so it's quite a commitment and they're, uh, they're incredibly helpful to us. Uh, in addition, uh, the, the faculty at UNLV is wonderful throughout the performing arts and are constantly offering to help and to and do everything that they can to support our students. Most recently, the music faculty contacted me and you know, mentioned that they're, they're working through distance learning as well and mm-hmm. through all those challenges and recognizing what, what our teachers are dealing with and what our students are working through. They, they offered to help and uh, to, to join in, to, to offer videos or anything that they can do to help support instruction so our kids keep learning and doing well. So the, the relationship there is incredible, and we are so grateful for everyone at UNLV. That's really great. So let's talk about this distance learning. How are music teachers uh, teaching people through the computer how to, how to, how to do the music? And also, um, I, I talked to Paul Kleeman 
a couple of weeks ago, who's a guitar teacher at Del Sol, and he put out a call for guitars because he we don't have enough instruments for people to take home. You know, how are you getting instruments? Do you have enough? But also, like, you know, how are teachers approaching this? And are they, they all working together? You know, that's a great question. And I'll be very candid and share that uh, back in June, I, I lost a lot of sleep over these questions. Uh, <laughs> when it became <laughs> when it became apparent that we were likely going to need to re- return to distance learning for the at least the beginning of the year, uh, yes, I, I went through a whole lot of anxiety and was up nights um, worrying about how we're going to do this. I I think it's safe to say that performing arts is is really the, the most difficult content area to present in a digital format. Mm-hmm. Our our students just thrive on their contact with their teacher. And collaboration and performance, live performances, is at the core of what we do. So, so I, I certainly was a bit worried about this, about how our programs would fare. But over the last couple of months, uh, what I've seen from our teachers has been nothing short of extraordinary. They've spent uh, just countless hours over the summer investigating how to make this happen, how to teach online, and how to bring performing arts instruction to life digitally. They've been incredibly adaptive and just ingenious in doing so. And as you likely already know, Canvas uh, Learning Management System is our primary mode of instruction for all teachers. Mm-hmm. And, and our performing arts teachers will work within that environment as well. But they're also going to be branching out to video conferencing apps. And uh, many of them have also invested in online learning applications for our content areas. Uh, in, in the area of music, for example, Many of our schools are using a program where students can log on and perform a piece of music that their instructor has selected. And this online application will actually grade and evaluate technical aspects of their performance, their pitch and rhythm, Mm. tempo, uh, many aspects of what they're doing, and then and guide the student to better performance. And while nothing could ever replace a teacher in the room, uh, this is a great way to get through this time and for for students to, to make the most of their practicing and their learning. So that's the mode of, of teaching. And, and again, it, nothing can replace a teacher, a live teacher in a classroom. But our teachers have found some incredible ways to make this work and to continue bringing those experiences to their students. How are you getting instruments to people in their homes? Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's been a, a unique challenge this year. Um, getting instruments out to our students is always a challenge, but this year it's just amplified like so many other things. And our teachers have been working through their schools to set up contactless pickup for those instruments uh, where they have them out and ready to go uh, and everyone in their PPE ready to to deliver these instruments. Parents have been coming by to pick those up and take them home. And we do have a few cases where we're short on instruments where we don't have one for every single student. Uh, In some programs, in some instruments, and it's pretty rare, but we have a few programs where the different classes will share a mm-hmm. class set of instruments, such as guitar. Right. Paul visited with you recently, shared, uh, the challenges that their school is facing. And so we're working as hard as we can every day to find donations and grants and whatever possible to, to increase the number of instruments that we do have uh, and, and finding some creative solutions to, to get around those problems. And many of our, uh, our just terrific retailers here in town have have really cut their prices as much as they possibly can to make it possible for, for students to rent or buy an instrument. Um, in most cases, we're doing quite well. Uh, in most cases, we have enough for the students that we have enrolled and uh, they're off and running. We're checking out those instruments now. So 
it's uh, we're getting closer and hopefully through the next couple of weeks here with some of those efforts, we'll be able to get every student an instrument that they need. Okay, good to know. Um, how many instruments do you still need and uh, and what is the need? Like what, what kind of particular instruments? Guitar, is that still an issue? Guitar is the biggest issue, actually. And that's mm. that's one program where we'll have a class set because it's not a problem to pass a guitar from one student to the next right. uh, hour by hour. And so in, in some schools, we, we are short some guitars. Uh, I would say the number now is several hundred guitars were short district wide, uh, if not up to a thousand or so at last count. So that's a critical area. And we're, we're hoping to, to help bridge that gap. And uh, we have several folks that are working on that in the community to help us out. So uh, like I said, we have our fingers crossed that that will come through and we'll be able to get every student the instrument that they need as soon as possible. So what the, the outside programs, the honors programs, the festivals, those are canceled for this year? Well, we're canceled through December. Uh, we knowing that we had from the district a 90 day period before we reevaluate our numbers to decide when we can return. Uh, we knew that that would push us out of the realm of possibility for those events uh, and as difficult as it was, we we knew that that was the best decision is to to not try to plan those events and end up with a, a second rate event. So we are uh, we're working on alternatives for those events, I should say, between now and December. Some other things that we can do. We still have our events for the spring on the books, and uh, again, are just hoping, keeping our fingers crossed, that we're able for every reason to get back into face to face instruction and to continue those events because we know how important they are. Jeff Williams is the coordinator of secondary music, dance, and theater for the Clark County School District. Before that, he was a beloved band teacher at Bob Miller Middle School. Uh, Thank you for talking to us, Jeff. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for the invitation. If you would like to donate a guitar or any other instrument that you might have hanging around that somebody might need, Jeff advises that you should just call your school and ask them if they need instruments. They will be more than happy to take them off your hands. Paul Kleeman, who we interviewed a couple of weeks ago, has set up a couple of links, which we will put on our website. Uh, One is Amazon Wishlist. Uh, It's bit.ly slash DSA Guitar Wish. So that's bit, bitly, you know, bit.ly slash DSA Guitar Wish. Uh, you can also donate actual money to the guitar program rather than buying a, a guitar on Amazon. That is bit.ly slash DSA Guitar Donate. I'm sure that there are a lot of people listening who have some sort of instrument somewhere tucked away in their closet that they have not touched in probably 30 years. Dig it out. Give it to a school. And thank you.